Good day and welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad that you can tune in with me today. Hope you're having a great one. Hope you have that cup of tea or coffee ready to roll as well as we continue our series in spiritual warfare and the armor that God has provided for us uh, to use to get the victory. So what God says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17, And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The sword of the Spirit is the only offensive weapon that God has given to us in our battle against the devil and his minions. Satan has no authority when it comes to the Word of God. The authority of the Word is the authority of God himself and is to be used by believers to fend off the lies, the deception, the probable ambushes the enemy will use against those who know Christ as Savior. So we've already looked at the defensive armor, right? The truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation can keep us from being hurt by the enemy. But the sword of the spirit is the one, like I said, the only one, only offensive weapon we have we can deploy against the our arch enemy. Uh, the word for sword Paul uses is not the word for like the large, broad sword. I mean, I don't know if you ever watched any movies about. Romans soldiers or centurions or that time period they, they some had large two-handed swords this is referring to a much smaller shorter sword 6 to 18 inches long at most it would have been carried on the soldier's hip and was used uh, in hand-to-hand combat like close quarters and it was a sword that was carried by those who came to rest Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane in Matthew 26:47 it says, And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and the elders of the people. So the small sword mentioned by Paul uh, is mentioned 29 times in the New Testament. And then the other one is mentioned um, seven times, the, the referring to a broad sword, a large sword. Um Luke 2.35 says, Yea, a sword shall pierce through their own soul also. That's referring to that larger um, sword. And, um, you know, it, it's uh, used mostly, though, that refers to a large broadsword, uh, rophia, uh, in the Greek word for it, in Revelation. And it's really a symbol of judgment. Four times it's referred to the sword that proceeds out of the mouth of Christ in his role as judge of the church or as a judge of the nations so that's the sword situation now the greek word for word uh there's actually two words for it logos and rima logos is used to describe jesus christ in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god now in ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 the word is rima rima doesn't refer to the entirety of the word of god but rather refers to truths or sayings of god contained in the bible logos refers to the whole while rima refers to parts in hebrews 4 12 it says for the for the word logos entire bible of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart this verse says the entire bible is alive and the same will obviously be true of all verses that make up the whole. The Bible is unlike any other book in the world. The Word of God 
is a living armory from which we take living swords when we engage in combat. I mean, as we deal with different issues, uh, uh, why should we not lie? Why should we uh, live Christian lives? I mean, again, we we would take different verses, right, to help us to battle against that if it was a battle on. There are a number of effects that the sword of the Spirit will have on your life. When the pastor, preacher, missionary proclaims the truth of the Word of God, that living, active sword of the Spirit are really for lack of a better word, thrown from the pulpit to those who are listening. And preaching and teaching of the word will prick the heart of the unbeliever and the heart of the believer, not obeying the word of God. So you prick the heart of the unbeliever because he hasn't made the choice for Christ. And it will prick the heart of the believer who is not doing what they need to be doing. And I thank the Lord that I've been able to be a pastor for over 20 years now. And I've had folks come to me and say, Pastor, how did you know I need to hear that or make that decision in my life? The truth of the matter is, I didn't know. The Lord directed me to preach that truth, that rhema. Our, our God is truly amazing in so many ways that you know he's, he's applying his word to us each and every day. How, how do you think Jesus knew what to say to Satan when he was tempted in the wilderness? Because he knew the book of Deuteronomy. It shows us that the Old Testament books we might not read as much have great truths for us. Swords of the Spirit. I think it would be wise for each believer to have a plan to read through the entire Bible rather than just focus on, oh, I just like this one book. I mean, I'm, I'm all about favorite books. I have them too. But if we're not reading the whole Bible... We're missing out on the armory that God has given us to do battle with. So we need to be going through the entire Bible. Uh, you know, in my own experience, I found that uh, I'm rarely tempted. I'm rarely assaulted by Satan when I'm reading my Bible or immersing myself in it like I should. And temptations do come my way, obviously, just like everybody. Uh, but the, great, the greater temptation comes when i'm away from the word when i'm not you know bathing myself as such in it when i'm not staying in the course and the word of god and there's times when uh, i could be doing something or maybe you're doing something and a thought comes to mind or temptation comes to mind it's really powerful when that happens that we know scripture that we can refer back to in our own minds, so like memorization of, of scriptures, um, that would help us to fend off that temptation, to fend off that attack. So maybe it's a specific thing for you that you have a really hard time for with. Well, knowing some verses that would help you give you the strength to face the enemy is totally effective. You're using the armory of God. The truth of God is the sword of the Spirit. But it's only effective if it's become part of our life. I can go around all day long and say that the Bible is the sword of the Spirit. But if I'm not getting in it, if I'm not understanding it, if I'm not bathing myself in it, it's not going to be a very effective weapon, is it? It's not a weapon at all. I'm just stating the obvious. It can be a sword. But I'm not using it the way that God's intended. So let me encourage you to be using the sword of the Spirit. Get in the Word of God uh, through the whole counsel of God. hope that's been a help and encouragement to you in your Christian journey. 
The next time we'll finish up this series on our spiritual battle warfare, the armor that God's given us with the warrior's prayer. So I look forward to that. Thanks for listening in and have a wonderful day, folks, and keep exploring the word.